welcome to the Reframe and Rewire show. So glad to have you back. I am your host, Michelle L. Steffes, and I have with me today Leslie Fiorenzo. We're going to hear about from her in just a few minutes about all of her amazingness. Um, she has over 30 years of experience and a master's degree in human resource development. Interestingly, I tried to get Leslie on the, the show back in October and was unable to do that. So I'm so glad that I could have her back today and excited about what you have to say, Leslie. Thanks, Michelle. So I'd like to start out by talking a little bit about this podcast, Reframe and Rewire, what it means and why I am here doing this. So first of all, a little about who I am. I'm the founder and CEO of IPV Consulting. I'm also a speaker, corporate trainer, and author. I have over 10,000 hours of study in neuroscience, human behavior, habits, and physiology. I wrote a book, Your Journey to Greatness, through routine. And uh, Leslie also wrote a book, so I'll let her talk about that in a moment. And, um, and I like to talk a little bit about what reframing and rewiring really means. So we're going to share today on the catastrophic results of living in the past or rehearsing the problem over and over again. Now, how many of you do that, right? Raise your hand because I know everybody's guilty of it, right? <laughs> so the, the catastrophic results are many emotional effects. First of all, we can expect prolonged mental and emotional pain when we do that. We also have anxiety and or depression. And really, that's kind of a, a progressive thing. It starts out with anxiety. It starts out with stress and upset. And then it leads into depression. I think most everybody knows that. But I'm going to give you a little bit of science behind that in a moment. Vindictive behaviors, distrust, cynicism, and pessi pessimism are always symptoms that come along with that. And then futility and unhappiness. These are all symptoms. So if you have any of these, listen up. I've got some great encouragement for you on that. Um, the, uh, the physical effects of this can be um, really devastating. But the good news is you can rewire your brain. And by rewiring your brain, in other words, growing new neural networks, which I've talked about on the show before, um, you actually change your physiology. So you shift the neurochemistry in your body. So when you are under stress or anxiety, things like that, you end up um, releasing adrenaline and cortisol, which cortisol actually paralyzes the frontal cortex of your brain. And by doing that, you can cause cellular changes in your brain, which lead to all those issues that I said, but also insomnia, hypertension, back pain. Uh, you'll forget things more frequently. You'll end up not being able to retain information, and, and you'll even read something five or six times and not even remember what you read. Mm -hmm. um, you're not sleeping at night. I mean, all these things happen as a result of this bad chemistry that you keep releasing again and again every time you rehearse that problem over and over and over. And so, as you can see, it can be very devastating. On the other hand, if you choose to start thinking better thoughts and set yourself up with a routine that empowers you to do so, you will drop the cortisol because actually serotonin and oxytocin suppress cortisol and serotonin and oxytocin are what you're low in when you're in depression. That's a fact, okay? So when you're given antidepressants, it actually is artificially creating the, or helping you to create rather that serotonin and oxytocin. So if you want to fix the problem, you've got to fix the thinking first. And you alter the physiology of your body, and you can start to see a relief. And many of my clients have had that experience. Changes in, in terms of their ability to sleep at night, pains going away, um, issues that they were having before with cloudy thinking, and you know brain fog all going away. So you can reverse it, and that's the purpose of this show. So my goal today and every time I'm on is to empower you with scientific methods and incredible stories. 
So let's turn to Leslie Fiorenzo and talk about her a little bit. I want to give her a great introduction here. Leslie, may I do that? You may, Michelle. Thank All right. you. <laughs> Brag about her a little bit. <laughs> Leslie has over 30 years of experience as a human resource professional. She is an exceptional speaker, trainer, and facilitator with special skills and interest in personal development, team building, and referral marketing. She has a master's degree, as I'd mentioned earlier, in human resource development. She's a certified trainer in disc-based learning tools and a certified trainer in conflict-savvy programs. Nice lady to have in your back pocket, for sure. So I've known Leslie for about four years. I think so. And I've had the honor of working with her this year. Yes. And I'm excited to, to talk to her then about Reframing Rewire. So, Leslie, I asked you on the show because of two reasons. Okay. Uh, first, your impressive credentials. Thank you. <laughs> and then secondly, your experience of having to reframe and rewire in your own life. Uh, will you begin by telling us a little bit about your and your passion to see people win? Yes. So... As you often say, Michelle, it's all about the people, and my career has been all about the people. Um, I discovered that, fortunately, early on, that I was not a quote-unquote numbers person, and so quickly left accounting and went into a, well, back then it was personnel, but anyway, um, had the very wonderful privilege of working alongside a lot of great people. Um, some not so great people too, right? We've all oh, had yeah, bosses absolutely. in the past, right? Yeah. Learn, so, right? Learn, learn. And, learn. <laughs> and, and that's the opportunity that we have yeah. to reframe and rewire those past experiences. And as you eloquently said, we can't focus on that mm -hmm. because the more we focus on that, the deeper the hole we dig. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you wrote a book? I did. So the 21 Lessons for Mastering the Difficult Conversation, you can find it on Amazon. Awesome. So it's really designed to help people that have to have those hard and tough conversations, which if you're a leader in business today, you probably have to have them. And what I found, Michelle, is most people avoid and hope it will get better. Yeah. And we know it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. yeah. And we, you know, it, we, we have wishful thinking that it will, but we have we to do. tackle it. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so what have you learned about the importance of reframing and rewiring in your own personal and professional life? Well, I probably first made a, a really big discovery as I started working with you. And, you know, a year ago, went through your 5 and 5 performance coaching program, which I found extremely beneficial. Oh, thank but, you. Yeah, you're welcome. But the basis of that was to really begin to pay attention to what you're focusing on, what you're thinking about, and putting good stuff in. Uh, this is not my story. I got it from Wayne Dyer, but I love this story because he talks about the fact that when you squeeze an orange, what do you get? Orange juice, right? Obviously. Yeah. Are you ever going to get cherry? No. Are you ever going to get apple? No. Uh -uh. no. So, and we all get squeezed. Oh, so, yeah. if we don't take the opportunity every single day to put good stuff inside us, that like from so the true. minute we open our eyes, yes, or even maybe before we open mm -hmm. ours, but be, first become aware because I have a practice of being grateful for my surroundings before I get out of bed. It's awesome. Um, yeah, because it's, you know, we have nice, comfortable beds. Uh, maybe we have a partner beside us. Maybe we have children in our home or whatever it is we have. Mm -hmm. We have lots of opportunity. Too many people get up and say, good God, it's morning. I know. Instead of saying, good morning, God. So really helping ours, uh, helping me, you helped me refocus and retrain myself uh, to expand and take new opportunities. That's awesome, Leslie. So how does that tie into your HR experience? I'm sure that kind of like resonated with you in a lot of ways. Oh, it does. Because I, far, well, far too many people 
are living in that constant state that you mentioned where adrenaline mm-hmm. or cortisol, they're in a state of stress. Yeah. I mean, I have seen people over and over and over again in my office. Most of the time, it's because of their own decisions. That's what we fail to recognize, right? We're blaming everybody else. Everybody likes to blame somebody else for their problems. Nah, no, mm. we're responsible. Yeah. It's the choice we made. We and, yeah. and the more we can be aware of that choice... I think the better served we are. Like the phrase, you made me mad. I mean, that's not even possible, really. No, no. You can't no. make I, somebody mad. I'm choosing. <laughs> they choose. Right. You mad. choose to be, I'm choosing to be upset because exactly. of what you did. Um, and I don't have to be, right? I don't have to make that choice. And that is maybe the biggest aha I've seen people have is I can make a different choice. And if I make a different choice, yes. I have a different outcome. And that's what this is all about. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So you work with a lot of companies and have, have helped people through tragedies as well. Can you share a couple of examples about times when you had to teach this skill as well as exercise it and how it helped? Sure. Well, again, it's what um, helping people understand that when there's a tragedy that occurs, mm-hmm. um, we all go through a process. Uh, I just left a group today. It's it's mm-hmm. not a tragedy, but they're merging, right? There's two oh, that's always uh, two groups that are coming very together. Very tumultuous. Merger, yeah. And even though they understand... Uh, intellectually, it's a good thing. We're we're people of feelings, mm, right? Yeah. We're people of emotion. Yeah, absolutely. So we have to get and recognize those emotions, and then figure out how to deal with them. So an exercise that I put the group through is to focus on something that's negative at first, mm-hmm. and find out where that lands in your body. Yeah. And then focus on something positive, like thinking about somebody who loves you, or thinking about a peak experience, or just simply being grateful. And Almost everyone who reported out said that they had a warm feeling in their heart, right, oh. when they thought about those things. Yeah. So that's what we want to re- – when we yeah. catch ourselves, because yeah. we will, we have a yeah. tendency to go to the negative, part yeah. of how we're wired, mm-hmm. right, as humans. Right. Right. But when we catch ourselves, mm-hmm. we can redirect, and it's learning that redirect or reframing. Reframing, whatever, rewire. Whatever, yeah, yeah whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah same thing. Mm-hmm. So that's a good example. Do you have any other examples you can think of that – well, I don't, there's, a, so examples of um, people coming through. Maybe somebody you worked with, you know, uh, maybe an executive. Yes. So um, just helping somebody really see maybe the bitter, bigger picture, mm-hmm. because this person was kind of stuck in the past, yeah. but stuck in something that happened to them, right? Uh, yeah. They. They took That's offense. That's what happens. Yeah. Yes. It's like and we talked so, about at the beginning. Yes. And so you always say you don't have to take offense, but they took offense, yeah. right, to, to someone that did. And it was a pretty egregious uh, thing. It was it was pretty nasty mm-hmm. what happened in this organization. And in terms of uh, they lost their job, which nobody wants mm-hmm. to lose their job, even yeah. if it's a bad job, right? We hang on yeah. uh, because most of us need right. that income. Well, we uh, familiarity too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, but helping them and then see that this event isn't the end, but a new beginning. So how do I take that and create a new be- new beginning? How can I look at it in a different place? Awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that it was a victory in the end. Well, and that what most people, and I, I know you've heard this before, as people go through tumultuous or tragic or, or events in their life that mm-hmm. they perceive as bad, they look back mm-hmm. and say, you know what? That was really kind of uh, one of the best days yeah, of my life. It absolutely. really set me in a new direction. And I can say that from my own experience yeah. in a couple of different mm-hmm. uh, places where I was terminated. 
right? Oh, yeah. Really set me up. As can I. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> like we, we all go into those valleys, but if we're willing to get better instead of bitter, mm. and we can choose, better yes. or better. Oh, yes, we can choose. But if we choose the better, we're always going to come out on top. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Excellent. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. Okay. So uh, what has happened to you as a result of learning this practice and skill consistently in your own life? Um, well, it's made me take a hard look at what I was doing career-wise and, and make mm -hmm. a shift, right? Mm -hmm. and, and what step, out. step out. Step <laughs> out. Yeah, step out. Just, What's that shift? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> working more closely with you, Michelle, on some projects and then... Excited um, about that. My, yes, I am too. Uh, my own coaching practice. Mm -hmm. so, and it's called? Coach with Leslie. Okay. So you can coachwithleslie.com. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. I mean, you're going to make a huge impact, I'm telling you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and um, any other changes that you've noticed in terms of your well-being, maybe your health, your welfare, anything like that? More energy. More energy, right? Awesome. And as you f mm -hmm. think about starting the day um, and looking at where you want to head, and then maybe more intentionality. Yeah. As I think about the people I'm going to be interacting with, mm -hmm. the clients I'm going to serve, uh, the prospects, the, all yeah. those kinds of folks. Um, so you are scheduling your time, your day, and your reactions as opposed to them scheduling you. Yes. That's a big one. I love that. I love that word intentionality as yes. well. One yeah. of my favorite words. Yeah. So um, tell me a story. You have a story I know about reframing. Would you share it with our I will. Audience? And it's, uh, so it's not a story <laughs> that I personally created. It's a story I read, and I don't remember where, but it's one of my favorites. Because mm -hmm. if you think about the fact that long ago, we did not travel by cars or planes. Mm -hmm. uh, we walked, or we were on horseback, or maybe we t uh, rode a boat. But this person came into a clearing that was alongside a river, and as they were, they were on horseback. Mm -hmm. So as they came into the clearing, they were looking for a place to tether their horse so they could get down. And uh, they saw a stick laying mm -hmm. alongside of the path. So they picked up the stick and tamped it in the ground and tied their horse up mm -hmm. and took care of whatever they were going to do. As they left the area, they thought, you know, what? I'm going to leave this stick in place because mm -hmm. for the next person that comes through on horseback, mm -hmm. they're going to want the same thing yeah. that I did. Yeah. So they left. The next person that came through, however, was not on horseback. They were on foot. And as they came into the clearing and saw this stick up and down outside of the ground, thought, oh, that's a danger, right? Somebody, mm -hmm. if they came in the dark in this clearing, could walk right into that. So they picked the stick up and alongside of the path and left it there for their fellow travelers on foot so they would be safe. Well, the third person that came along was neither on horseback or on walking, but they were in a boat. And as they came up, they were again looking for a place to tie up their boat. So they spied that stick, put it back in the ground perpendicular, and tied up their boat. The fourth person that came in the clearing was not similar to any of those. They were a fisher person. And so they were looking for a place to sit down where they could cast their line and catch their dinner in the river. And so they saw that stick and they thought, perfect, I can put this up above the river and I can sit on it while I fish. And that's exactly what they did. So they left it there in consideration for the next fisherman that came by. Yes. But it was not any of the above. It was someone who was a woodsman. And they were looking for a dry piece of firewood. Firewood. <laughs> Guess what they found, right? <laughs> the stick. The stick. They <laughs> took it home and burned it. But here's the point. Who's to say that any of those people were wrong in right. how they viewed that stick, it's right? It's all perception. It's all perception. It so it, we can rewire and reframe. Yeah. And if we're... So taking a look at our perception and just asking ourselves some questions. The biggest question I found to ask is, is this serving me? Yes. 
or is it serving my client? Is right. that line of thinking really getting me yeah. ultimately where I want to go? Absolutely. Or is it bringing is damage? It, yeah. And we always have to reframe and rewire and think about those kinds of things. So mm -hmm. excellent story. I love that. I love all your stories. You oh, thanks, great stories. Michelle. That's awesome. Thanks, thanks. So do you have any words of advice to someone who is struggling right now and doesn't know where to start to reframe or rewire? And you can look at me or you can oh. look at the camera, whatever you're comfortable well, with. Well, I, I think the first step is that recognition. Yeah. Um, but then reaching out, right? You mentioned you're a coach. I'm a coach. There, mm -hmm. There's a number of people. Mm -hmm. But getting someone. Yeah. And I would also recommend not your best friend, mm -hmm. not your spouse, mm -hmm. not your mother, or whoever it is you talk Because we have the habit of going to that same person. Mm -hmm. They don't always have a great perspective either. Mm -hmm. So someone who's not in our situation, yeah. so that's where a coach can really be beneficial mm -hmm. because they can lend some objectivity to the situation. And even if it's just a one-time conversation. So short of a coach, journal, right? Yeah. Uh, or mentor. Mentor or with the internet today, YouTube, there's a lot of great resources out mm -hmm. there. And listening, again, what I'm putting in to yes. my day-to-day. -day because if I'm stuck, chances are I'm thinking, thinking, thinking about that situation and rehashing it and rehashing it again. And it's not helping. So Excellent. how can I redirect that train of thought? So any number of ways to do that. Yeah, and I love Audible, too. I use audiobooks. Yes. And, you know, it doesn't matter what platform, you know, just a matter of feeding your oh, mind yeah. the and right And your podcast, things. right? Get, listening to your podcast, whatever. Oh, yeah, thanks for that plug. <laughs> Appreciate it. Incidentally, I just found out yesterday that my podcast has gone global. I saw that. I looked at <laughs> so That's like, awesome. Wow, I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. So is there anything else that you want to say about your business or your success, Leslie? Well, I feel like success is attributed to a lot of people mm -hmm. that you surround yourself with. Yeah. And I heard something the other day, if you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get a new group <laughs> of friends, right? So always looking to see who I can uh, work mm -hmm. with, who is at the level that I want to be, mm -hmm. who, how can I level it up, and how can I surround myself with really positive and supportive people? Because you've heard the story about the crabs in the bucket, right? Yeah. And so when you know there's one crab in a bucket, they can actually climb out yeah. but you put a few or few of them in there they're going to not let that other crab they'll you know pull it <laughs> pull keep it pulling down. it down right so true so who yeah. do you surround yourself with do you surround it's yourself with important. people who are supportive who are positive who are uplifting or are you surrounding yourself because if you're in with those crabs you want to get rid of them right you want to get yes rid of them. So it's those people <laughs> that pull you down drag you down right uh, get them out of your life and we definitely have crabs here and there <laughs> in our lives so that's awesome <laughs> well thank you so much leslie i appreciate oh, your welcome. time and coming on the show i think you've been very helpful mm, and i uh, look forward to seeing you all on the next reframe and rewire